무궁화 꽃이 피었습니다. 무궁화 꽃이 피었습니다. Now that you've heard that, there's no turning back. You should listen to the end. Just kidding. Kinka and Kinka, 여러분, 안녕하세요. This is Rome or Handojun, your Kinka 친구, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. Yay, how is everybody doing? I am recording this episode on the 25th. Of September, it's 10.28 p.m. Yes, I'm recording late at night. And I actually have nothing in front of me. It's just the recording screen of Audacity. And I have no notes. I have really nothing. And yeah, last week's episode was about Racket Boys. And that was quite structured. Yeah, relatively. But today, it's not structured at all. So listen at your own risk. I'll try not to share any spoilers. But... Maybe if there are, then you've been warned. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, how is everybody doing? This is going to be the last Sunday of September. Next week, it's already October. And I am feeling... Uh, what am I feeling? I'm not sure, but I guess so. Like, sometimes I don't understand what I'm feeling. Or maybe that happens to you as well. I mean, we're all people. And sometimes we're not aware of what we're feeling. And maybe that's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry too much about it. So yeah, today's episode is going to be about Squid Game, Ojingo Game. Yeah, and I opened the episode by just saying That was translated in the show as Red Light, Green Light. I didn't know there was such a game in English. Um, I don't know if there's a... A version of that in the Philippines. I've never tried it. Yeah. Um, well, if you've seen the K-drama, you already know how the game is played. It's, you know, there's an it. And then all the players will have to cross. I mean, walk for a certain distance. And make sure to not move when the it is facing them. So, like, uh, while the it is saying that the people can move but then when the it already faces them they cannot if they are seen moving then they're taken out in squid game they are killed okay um it's brutal if if you think of it that way but actually there's a whole lot more brutal stuff that you could see on the internet or in dramas or in movies and that's the truth um When Squid Game was released earlier this week, uh, not this week, I mean a week ago, uh, that was on the, when was that? I think last week on a Friday, yeah, so that would be 18, 17, yeah, September 17. So they had released Ojingo Game and they released all nine episodes. I watched everything together with my mom from Friday evening until Saturday. Yeah, we finished everything on Saturday or Sunday, I think. And we liked it. I mean, I and my mom, as well as my dad and my sisters, usually enjoy these kinds of dramas. So it's okay whether it's English drama, Japanese drama, or Korean drama. We like all of it because of the thrill and the interesting dystopian plot. 
And mind you that this is actually not the very first of its kind. I mean, there's been a lot of similar genre movies or dramas or TV series. And I, I think this type of genre roots from Battle Royale. So it's when there's a big group of people who would have to fight against one another to win a certain prize. And yeah, we've all seen that first on Battle Royale, I think. And Battle Royale is so much more gruesome because <laughs> the players were high school students and they would have to kill their classmates so that they would win or something. And then that one was... Uh, the inspiration for Hunger Games. So if you're an English speaker, you probably already know about Hunger Games. I mean, not not only English speakers, but yeah. I mean, it's very popular. It's a, it's a very popular young adult movie and a book. So yeah, that one. And people nowadays are comparing Squid Game a lot with Alice in Borderland. And I've actually also seen Alice in Borderland. And it's not that they have uh, similar plots. They're actually very different. And it's just that the genre is the same. That's all I can say. The genre is quite the same. There's a game and people have to play it. And they risk their lives playing it. So that's the similarity. But the plot are not the same at all. And comparing them, in my opinion, is... It's very subjective. I saw on Twitter like this person saying that Alice in Borderland was more focused on the game. Meanwhile, Squid Game was more focused on the characters. I, I don't think that's true. I, I mean, no, there that, that person who tweeted that didn't have a very clear proof why that is the case. And I, I think personally, I think there is more character not character development but we had a a better view or a better chance to understand the lives of the players in Alice in Borderland as compared to Ojinga game or Squid Game I think and uh, well it, it's subjective so you may not agree with what I'm saying and that's fine we're all watching the same thing and not having the same interpretation about it and that's okay and you know that's why we have discourse so that you know we can share our interpretations and discuss and we, we don't have to say that this one is right and the other is not right you know we, we just interpret things and then you know we're like uh painting something and i don't know what am i trying to say it, it doesn't make sense but yeah, I'm just saying that whatever your opinion is, it's valid. And just because your opinions are valid doesn't mean that you have to trample on other people's opinions. It's their opinion. But when it comes to revisionist, I mean, revisionist history, okay, we shouldn't. Like, revisionism is really bad. We shouldn't revise history for what it is, okay? Um, I'm not trying to be political, just saying. Uh, okay, so still on Squid Game. I, there's actually just one thing that I wanted to talk about tonight. And that is the character uh, Oil Nam and what's his name? Jiun. 
the lead character. Yeah. So it, it's like, uh, what do I say? It, it's like the story is about their relationship, not Sangu, because I don't know. I I think I, in the first episode I thought Sangu was it Sangu or Songu? Wait, let me check. What is his name? Sangu. Okay, I'm correct. Sangu. So Sangu, uh, I, I thought he was the lead character. I, I mean, because in the first episode, it, it seemed like he was the one narrating. Yeah, no? I, I mean, I, I thought he was the one narrating because I heard his voice and I thought, okay, that sounded like Sangu. But then, yeah, he, he, he isn't the lead character. And so we had Jihoon. And eventually, yeah, the story unfolded folded and oh <laughs> this is the difficulty when there's you know there's nothing in front of me no outline no anything i'm just trying to pick up my brain and when there's nothing that i can say i'm just kind of lost and you're here and you're listening to me blabber but maybe i've already removed some stuff when you listen to this so it's not full of blabbers okay um, okay, so nowadays I'm actually also seeing a lot of tweets or posts on Facebook about the things they learned from Squid Game. And it's funny that some people are saying that why are people uh, focusing on investing and saving money and stuff and, you know, insurance and those kinds of things. And it feels like some industries are using Squid Game to, you know, to, uh, what's this? To advance their agenda, like selling stuff, you know. So uh, I'm not against people who sell insurance. Insurance is important. Investments are important. Savings are important. So all these things are important. However, I, I feel like that's not really the message of Squid Game. And yeah, again, it's my opinion. So it, it might not be the actual message that the writer of the story wanted to deliver. But for me, this is not about saving. It's not about being wise with money or having insurance, taking care of whatnot. But I think this is telling us about our society. And it tells us that the society has these people who have the power and the money to actually make a difference in our lives yes and yet they instead of using those money to make a difference to people's lives well yeah they still make a difference to people's lives it's just that they put these people into um like a cockfight and it's sad but it's it's the truth. I mean, in the reality that we are living in today, there is only a very small percentage of people who has the majority of the resources that we have in the world. And what are they doing with the resources that they have? I don't know. They put us to fight against each other. And yeah, it's just sad. I, I know we're not playing the game of Squid Game and we're not risking our lives, but, you know, if you just think about it a little bit deeper, you'll realize that we are in the same situation as 
Jihoon and all the other players. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Yeah, oh, I, I, I was able to use that phrase. Um, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world because it, it's like we're fighting against each other all the time for what? For resources and so that we could be the successful one, so that we'd be the person who has achieved the greatest achievements or whatnot. And those on top are just watching us as if we're like ants you know doing stuff or it's like a child watching a crab i mean a group of crabs in a bucket trying to climb out and the child just looks at that in fascination and i think the people in power the people who have a lot of money are just like that just like oil numb right so he he was so rich he had lots of money and he was bored with his life so he decided why not do this kind of game wherein people sign off their bodies, their physical rights, and they will play in a game where they could die and yeah, they could earn a really big sum of money. And he thought that would be nice. He could use his money for that and he could get investors who would, you know, spend their money to watch people kill each other for more money. And that is really sick. Uh, yeah, it's really sick. Um, yet, we we all watch it in fascination. Because it's, you know, it's fun to watch. But reality is... Yeah, it's the same with what's going on with the world. Um, okay, w w what else? Okay, I, I, I have this friend on Twitter. Isla, hello Isla. And she had this question about oil numb, like was what he did uh, justifiable? And if there's free will within the game. So I think there's no free will within the game because uh, I actually, I, I don't really believe in free will 100%. I mean, we are able to choose stuff we are able to freely decide on stuff, but free will is not free when we have limitations. Like, if I want a Gucci bag, I want to have it, but I cannot have it because I cannot just will a Gucci bag. So I don't have free will. Even if I want to fly, I can't because there's a limitation to my body. So there's that limitation. And also, I cannot for you know i cannot like something that i do not like just because of free will uh i don't know how to explain this in a more detailed way but yeah there's no such thing as absolute free will so we are able to freely choose and freely decide within the boundaries of our circumstances and also within the set decisions or the set inclinations that our mind has and we cannot go against it yeah i hope i explained that well so yeah that's my answer I, I think since in real life there's no such thing as that absolute free will so in the game of squid game as well they didn't have free will at all and yeah they signed off their 
bodies and their physical rights. So basically, they were just pawns in a game and yeah, they're nothing but that. Also, was Will Nam's actions justifiable? Uh, I had this, uh, what's this? Uh, theater analysis class early this year. Or was it last year? I don't know, 2020 and 2021, it all gets mixed up. But I, I had this class on theater analysis and empathy. And we looked at really very difficult characters. Like, usually we'd consider them as antagonists. And we tried to understand the, the humanity that they have in them. And yeah, if I tried to apply that to Owilnam, I, I think he isn't as bad. And yeah, because what does it mean to be bad? What does it mean for a person's actions to be evil or something? And uh, I don't want to talk philosophy here because that's not my forte. But I, I feel like, yeah, we're not to judge another person's actions. Even oil nam. But yeah, in, in the world that we are living in today and in the society that we have... And the laws that we have, of course, we will judge him. And he is definitely a criminal. But yeah, it's a world of fiction. And in that world of fiction, while I still don't think it's humane what Wilnam did, I think he is just a human being exploring, exploring his humanity and exploring the humanity of other people. So I'm not justifying what he did. I also don't like him, but yeah, I mean, all of us human beings are just exploring and we're living temporarily. So we're doing what we feel like doing. And again, even Oil Nam, I don't think he he freely chose what he did. It's just that that was the inclination that he had and he chose to act on it. And yeah, you can call me out on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still s- stand with free will is some somehow like an illusion. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, all right. Um, okay. Last thing that I want to talk about is this. I don't like the character Ji Hoon. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe some of you like his character. I, I don't like his character because of a well there's a lot of reason but mainly because of the final episode in the final episode we had Jihoon wait was it Jihoon or Gihoon I'm okay Gihoon Gihoon okay so Gihoon we had Gihoon uh, and then he confronted Oil Nam and then they were on top of a building well not on top but they were on a building on a high floor and they were looking at a a stranger on the streets who was drunk and who would probably die in the cold because it's winter and it's snowing and he's outside with just his beer clothes and stuff. So he would probably die. And then here, Oil Nam and Gihun makes a bet whether or not somebody will help that stranger. 
And I find that really strange because why are they playing a game when when either one of them, like, Gion can just go down and help the man. But instead, they decided to bet. And I feel like that is somehow the reality that we're living in. Uh, such that if the uh, such that we are if if we are able to just spectate we would choose to spectate and i think that's sad that people reach a certain level of affluence and when they reach that level of affluence they decide to just spectate instead of to do something and well well you can say that maybe gihun want to topple the system and it's not about helping you know a single person outside who might die but no i mean if if you had that opportunity to not spectate but to actually help another person and you didn't grab that then I don't think he's very different from Oilnam. He's just another person watching the spectacle of people living and dying because of reasons. And yeah, for that reason, I don't like the character of Gihun. I feel like he he changed. Yeah, he, definitely he changed from the first episode to the final episode but i don't think he changed in a good way i think he changed to become more like Uilnam, and he changed to become more like the people who are affluent who would do nothing but just spectate um i'm not sure i wouldn't say it's a bad thing um tell me the truth um if you're listening to this have you ever thought of, you know, becoming so rich, becoming so wealthy to the point that you couldn't care less about, you know, the the petty stuff that are now your problems? If if you haven't thought that, maybe you're one of the philanthrop- philanthropist-minded people. Philanthropist-minded people, is that word? I mean, maybe you're one of those people who want to become rich and wealthy so that you could help other people and distribute wealth or something. But I doubt that such a thing is actually real because people are normal. Human beings are normally selfish. And even if they try to do something good for others, it's usually for the good of themselves as well. And I don't say that's a bad thing. I mean, and I also don't say it's a good thing. It's just what we are. And there's no point debating whether it's a good thing or not. It's just human behavior. And uh, whichever part of this spectrum you are at, that's valid. That's fine. Uh, So what I'm saying is that I'm disappointed with Kihun. That, yeah, I'm already repeating what I said already. (laughs) already 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 but so did i like 
Squid Game. I'd say I like Squid Game. Like I like the games that they did. I like the general plot and the stories and the conflicts that they had. But in general, I don't like how it ended. And yeah, I'm not hoping for a second season. Maybe some of you are hoping for a second season. If a second season becomes available in the future, I will probably also watch it. But I'm not hoping for it. And I'm not actively wishing that they do another season. I mean, we've seen the journey of Gihun to becoming that. Maybe if he will change for the better or change for the worst, maybe that's an interesting story to look at as well. But yeah, it's just that it's not something that I'd like to follow for a second season. But I'll watch it if it becomes available. And okay, what what else do I have to say? Hmm. Yeah, I just thought um, if you've seen Squid Game, there's a lot of similar genre TV series that you might also want to watch. One of my favorites is Liar Game. And it was originally from a manga, I think. And then they made TV series in Japan and also several movies in Japan. So that's Liar Game. Uh, The... Uh, they also made a Korean version of Liar Game, and personally, I prefer the Korean Liar Game over the Japanese Liar Game, but both are really good. So you can try watching that. It's not as brutal as Squid Game because there's not... Well, did people die in Liar Game? I don't remember. Maybe, but it's not like only one person will survive or something. Yeah, it's more like um, lying and stuff. It's a... What would you call that? Psychological thriller? Yeah, I think I like psychological thrillers in general. So I recommend that you also check out Liar Game. The Korean version or the Japanese version, whichever you want to watch, that's fine. So what do I think of Squid Game in general? Do I recommend... If you haven't seen Squid Game, would I recommend it to you? Yes. I would recommend it to you so that you can judge it for yourself and so that you could um, gain something from it. I mean, with everything that we consume, I do believe that we're gaining something from it. Even though we have different interpretations, different understandings of the plot, we're gaining something from it and we are somehow understanding ourselves better because of it. Or if that's not the case for you, that's also fine. Yeah, I'm saying that this or that is always fine because I'm trying to be uh, non-polarizing and it's not that I'm trying to equivocate or something but I just yeah I just want to hold on this idea that when it comes to interpreting stuff and when it comes to um, universal whatever like people's behavior or something while there is normal or something, we should also be more accepting, more embracing. Yeah, more accepting to what other people think or, you know, how people live their lives. Okay, so, yeah, 
I think that's all that I want to say today. It's a little bit long and there's no structure. If I didn't edit this episode at all, you would probably hear a lot of ums and ahs. And yet, if you've reached this point and listened to all that, wow, I appreciate you for listening to me. I mean, I'm always afraid, even until now, that I've already been podcasting for more than a year. It's like a year and a half that I've been podcasting now and even so I still feel nervous whenever I speak on the microphone even if I'm talking to nobody that's strange but yeah sometimes I feel just okay but yeah there are still days when I feel nervous recording an episode and today was kind of like that but uh, yeah I probably had a lot of us but ums and I will try to remove them or not depends you'll know when you hear this episode but yeah oh by the way okay last thing this is really the last thing so I'm on Twitter and you probably all know that because I always tell you to you know reach out to me or connect to me via Twitter and it was only over a month ago when I found out about lang tweet language tweet and because I'm learning Korean yeah I mean I can speak Korean and stuff but learning never ends so I I'm still learning Korean I'm also learning Spanish now and I decided to revisit Japanese and the Lang tweet community is really good I think so if you're studying a language whatever language that is and you're on Twitter you might as well be on Lang tweet and connect to fellow language learners and you know Let's motivate each other and stuff. So, okay, I'm kind of losing my voice now. I need my voice for the rest of the week. So I'll stop here. And we didn't really talk about language and other things right now. But yeah, next week I'll be featuring a movie of... Who's that actor? Lee Jae-hoon, okay? But until then, 오늘은 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. And I will see you again next week. 다음에 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. 바이바이.